I have fallen asleep in a pile of Cheez-Its. <laughs> <laughs> I, I feel like everyone who's been a road warrior has done that. Cheez-Its for dinner, in bed, wake up with the imprint of a Cheez-It in your face. I can't be the only one. I can't be the only one. Welcome to Connections with BCD Travel, an ongoing conversation about the modern day travel program, the impact of technology and digitization, and how travel buyers can take control and drive change. Each episode leaves you with practical, actionable advice and solutions to support a variety of program needs. Let's start connecting. Hello, everyone. Welcome to Connections with BCD Travel. This is episode one, and my name is Chad Lemon. I work in digital strategy and advancement at BCD, and I'll be your host for the Connections series. And I'm Miriam Moskovich. I head up partnerships and intelligence team at BCD Travel, and I'm your co-host. And if you haven't already done so, be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and download the Connections with BCD Travel podcast to join us as we talk about the digital transformation of corporate travel and what it means to the travel program. Wow, Miriam, episode one, here we are. I'm I'm excited about this. I think it's going to be a great series. This is going to be good. And this episode is where we're going to set the tone. Yeah, exactly. And uh, great topic, great guests. Let's let's start right into it. Okay, so on today's episode, we're connecting trends in business travel that you should be taking advantage of. And we have the perfect BCD expert with us. Welcome to the show, Karsten. Hey, hey, Chad. Hey, Miriam. No pressure, by the way. Thanks for that. <laughs> we're so excited to have you, Karsten. We're excited to talk about these trends in business travel, and we're really interested in discussing what our listeners, travel managers, can do to make sure their program's optimized. They're ready to meet these challenges, and I know that you've brought some lists with you, some great ideas. So hopefully we'll share with our listeners today some things that they can call their program managers about and learn more. Excellent. Hope I can help. Well, yeah, before we get started, though, why don't you tell us a little bit more about you, who you are, and what you do at BCD? Sure, absolutely. My name is Karsten Philipson. Most people just call me KJ. I'm located in uh, Los Angeles. And uh, my role at BCD is I run the commercial team for the West region. So effectively what our mid-market is for mid-market customers. So this would be primarily tech, manufacturing, finance, retail customers. Um, and it's any of those customers located in the Western region with global operations. My team looks after those folks. I know we have a lot to discuss today. So if you all are ready, let's jump right in. Carson, we know that things change quickly in business travel, and that is nothing new. But you work with many of our clients, so I'm interested to know from where you're sitting, what are the topics that programs should be focusing on right now? Yeah, well, you said it, Chad. I mean, the, the industry has been changing dramatically, much because it was shaped by the uh, global pandemic. So travel behavior um, and there's this new term called uh, purposeful travel has been emerging. So we can uh, certainly touch on that. That has been a big trend in, in terms of the changing landscape of corporate travel. Um, I would also say what also has become more front and center is traveler wellness. Uh, Pre-pandemic, we might have remember, right, what that used to be called traveler friction. Uh, but because of the pandemic, it's taken on more than just uh, just um uh, the inconvenience of, of travel is taken on health and safety. If I would put a, a bogey item in there, I would definitely say uh, renewed and even more focus on sustainability. 
That's really interesting. And I knew that we'd get a list right off the bat. So uh, purposeful travel, traveler wellness, and then your bogey is uh, sustainability. Thanks. So let's dive into the first one. I want to talk about some traveler behavior and specifically purposeful travel. So tell us more about that, what that means, and tell us about how that's working with some of these clients. Yeah, sure. Sure, Miriam. Um, well, if we can remember back to the pandemic, remember those change fees that we also used to incur? Uh, the worst. So you wanted to come back to the meeting a little bit early. 150, 200 bucks. Here we go. Okay, maybe I can wait for my later flight. Um, so those effectively have gone away. I mean, you think about it, airlines wanted to get, you know, business travelers back on the road. So they've effectively removed a lot of those uh, penalties as well as they've pushed out the use of the expiration of unused tickets, allowing travelers more time to use those, as well as they've extended the period for, for which, you know, you have your elite status. So they push those as long as um, possible. In fact, I think it's now just kind of ending up because I went from my gold status to a lowly silver status recently. So boo-hoo for me. <laughs> <laughs> boo, boo-hoo for you. I feel you. Yeah, but, dur- but during this time, our clients have gotten used to, you know, spending less on travel. So companies have put parameters in place uh, on determining what, what makes a purposeful or meaningful trip, meaning, you know, those travels responsible for driving value and revenue um, to the organization. And then, you know, you have those folks who have been cooped up for a long period of time. Um, some of them are excited to get back out on the road uh, and they want to make it a meaningful trip in the sense of let's tack on a little bit of leisure. I've been cooped up behind a Zoom for all this time. So they're act- adding on a little bit of leisure travel. Um, meanwhile, the corporation is really trying to determine what is a valuable trip? Uh, what is the revenue driving trip? So pre-pandemic road warriors are traveling, what, three, four times per month. They're now traveling not as frequently, um, but they want to get the most out of the trip. So from a perspective of traveler and company, they have different motivation, but the same objective. Yeah. And, you know, everything you just mentioned, that could be, you know, especially difficult for travel programs, right? I mean, these travel managers, so much to balance and think about these days with the constant changes and different behaviors and, and, you know, requests from their travelers now. Yeah, absolutely, Chad. Um, travel managers have to worry so much more these days, uh, taking on additional considerations that they've really had to think about before, you know, prior to the pandemic. You know, so if we think about prior to the pandemic, who were the key stakeholders for travel managers? They were typically the procurement and HR departments, right? Um, but now it's gotten so much more complex. They're dealing with risk. They're dealing with tax, maybe for global mobility, finance, legal, marketing, communications. So the list goes on. And they're they're looking to travel partners who understand this new reality of complexity. They're looking to travel partners who can speak the same language and provide solutions that you know are unique to this diverse group of stakeholder groups. So what advice do you have for how travel programs can manage all this complexity? Uh, my advice really for clients is, you know, take a step back, really take stock as to purpose. Okay, well, there's that purpose word again. Let's call it objective, not purpose, of their travel program. Really kind of down to almost like a, a mission and vision statement to what their tra- travel program 
what did they want it to be, what they want out of it. So do they simply want a program? Does the company want a program to simply procure and expense travel? That's that's one type of program, right? Mm-hmm. Or do they see the program as serving a bigger or broader purpose? You know, um, looking at the program as an extension of their talent acquisition and you know retention strategy. And what other non-standard areas might they need to address, such as unprofiled or guest travel, meetings, incentives, events, global mobility? So th- the list goes on. But if I were to give a little bit more granular, specific advice. I feel another list coming on. But I, yeah, but, but it's important, right? Because these are the things <laughs> they can do right now to embrace technology yeah. and drive compliance and savings. So if you're driving or you're walking, pull over and here's a list. So yeah, here, here's the list. I'll keep it to three short things I think travel managers could do right now to drive. Okay, great. Uh, compliance, um, improved traveler satisfaction, and ultimately savings. That's what makes those CFOs and those bosses happy, right? So there's this thing we call air price insurance and hotel price insurance. And I'll focus just on air price insurance because we recently upgraded this product in partnership with a company called Fairfly. Um, And that technology goes out. And after, let's say, Chad makes a booking and it's he's been a good corporate citizen, he's done it at least 14 days in advance. Of course, Chad has. But because of the volatility of the industry, prices change, right? So this technology will continue to monitor, look for an opportunity to exchange Chad's ticket. It will not put him all the way down the back. No, it will keep the same seat as he selected, same cabin. But Chad and the company get to enjoy the savings. So with the upgrade of this technology, we have effectively doubled the amount of savings per ticket that we've been able to achieve. So on average... $145 $145 we save per ticket reissuance. And on aggregate, BCD saves $750,000 per month for clients just by using this tool. That's a good number one. Are you ready for number two? Yeah. Okay, this one's a mouthful. Okay, the expiring ticket recycle program. Because we're in travel, we call this ETRP. We love our jargon. We love our acronyms. But let me, let me just make this simple. And this is... Uh, a program that is unique to BCD, I would say very few other TMCs have this out in the market. But if let's see, let's keep on picking on Chad. Chad's a road warrior. He's traveled quite a bit, but he's not traveling as frequently as he used to. He has an unused ticket that's about to expire, but unfortunately, Chad doesn't have any plans upcoming. So we can send, and current technology sends reminders to Chad, hey, you've got this ticket. It's about to expire but Chad's not traveling. So ETRP, what it does without Chad being involved, knows that it's about to expire, but sees that Miriam's about to travel. She's got an upcoming trip. And then it looks at BCD's arrangements with the airlines. It looks at the client-specific arrangements, the airlines, and sees if we can do a name change. And with that name change, effectively convert that to a credit and apply it to Miriam's trip. So every month we monitor 17, on average, about 17,000 tickets per month for roughly a 17% conversion rate. We, those savings for every conversion, we produce $371 in savings, saving our customers about a million dollars a month of tickets that would have otherwise had spoiled or just expired. Are you ready for number three? Absolutely. (laughs) (laughs) I have to keep you intrigued. 
Um, the last one, which Miriam, you know very well, this is dear to your heart, is marketplace, right? Um, the AKA the artist formerly known as Solution Source. So these are uh, the 22 partners that we work with. Of course, BCD has a lot of proprietary technology, but we've gone out and partnered with some really cool, exciting uh, partners who solve for a wide variety of things. So duty of care, compliance, visa, wellness, sustainability. And that is our marketplace. We have 22 partners and those relationships are already in place. APIs are in place. Clients can essentially plug and play um, with these partners to drive savings. And then I would say outside of those top three, of course, there are a lot of other products and solutions we can bring uh, to the table around merchandising, sourcing, sustainability, uh, et cetera. But I would say those are my probably my bucket three quick wins. Those are three huge ones. Okay, thanks for that great list, Karsten. So to recap those three things we think travel managers should call their BCD travel program manager and ask about are air price assurance and hotel price assurance, expired ticket recycle program, and the marketplace, which is near and dear to my heart. All right, so let's move on. Um, so we're on the topic of travelers. Tell us more about what's happening with that second topic, wellness. Yes, wellness. Well, as highlighted earlier, wellness is essentially travel friction reincarnated. Um, we've been talking about, it's nothing new, right? We've been yeah. talking about traveler friction since well before the pandemic, the impacts it has on travelers. But since 2020, it's taken on additional meaning. So so yes, it's it's about the health and safety of travelers. But it's also about the stress and strain it creates on a workforce. Um, once upon a time, travel was you know considered glamorous, and I think hopefully one day it will be glamorous again. Though over the years, you know, especially over these last couple of years, with all the industry glamorous again. Though over the years, you know, especially over these last couple of years, with all the industry challenges, wellness has become front and center. Yeah, but you know, speaking candidly. We hear about the impacts of wellness on the workforce a lot. And personally, I think it's it's more than just a buzzword these days. It is real life. And it sounds like you're tying this to a, a bigger theme. So what should traveler wellness mean to the modern travel program? Well, Ch Chad, whatever you want to call it by name, it's certainly here to stay. And employers are realizing and recognizing that travel programs, along with sensible policy, are are becoming critical tools for talent retention. And, uh, you know, I, I particularly see this with a fight for the best and brightest talent here in the, the West region of the U S um, we have BCD customers that measure the success of their programs and really um, determine if it is successful more so by its NPS score or net promoter score by sending out surveys to their travelers even more so than you would think than just the typical compliance and cost savings drivers. Now, of course, cost saving compliance remain important. It's just ask any CFO, uh, but they're, they're no longer the, the only primary drivers. Karsten, going back to travel managers, how do we help travel managers know where to focus so that they can um, put together a program that supports the wellness objectives of their company? Yeah, I, definitely. I see it as three parts, really around identify, measure, and then taking action. So BC incorporates traveler wellness as part of what's called our decision source platform. Essentially, you know, it's our cloud-based analytics tool. 
and by our customers' quarterly business reviews that our program managers have with our customers. Um, and then really around that identifying and measuring. So the reporting tools, or our reporting tools, I should say, identify and measure the impacts of business travel that it has on our customers' employees. And then that from there, you get into that third area, right? Really around taking uh, action. The clients obviously can take their their own specific actions in in concert with their policies, their HR department. But uh, what BCD can t- can do t- to help augment that is whether it be off the shelf or fully customized, we can help customers wade into the waters who maybe don't have or have a limited budget to those who want to design, build, execute a, a robust program that factors clients' specific data, company culture, um, perhaps a design or creative uh, palette um, you know, incorporating corporate communications, infographics, we can build things out that appear in the, the booking tool and booking tool banners, pop-ups, messages, surveys. So you name it, we can do it. Okay. So now that we are well-versed in travel trends, let's decompress in a little segment we like to call quick connect. So, uh, I want to learn more about your all's thoughts on some travel topics. So I'm going to say something and I just want your gut reaction to it. Okay. Sounds good. Sounds great. When you travel window or aisle seat, I am a window seat with the shade down. I'm a nervous flyer. (laughs) I don't want to see anything. Aisle all the way, you know, that anxiety of, do I have to go to the bathroom and somebody's in my way? Yeah, but your elbow gets bumped. (laughs) I'm a window as well, Miriam, but, uh, I just like to sleep. So I lean against the wall. So I'm nice and comfy. Uh, beverage of choice while on a flight. For me, it's the cranberry apple juice. And I want the whole can. I'm I'm definitely boring black coffee. Airplane coffee? Yeah, it's not too bad. I mean, if you, you know, a Delta Starbucks coffee, it's good. I'm one of those weird people that never drinks ginger ale unless I'm on a plane. All right, last one. Guilty pleasure while traveling. For me, it's Nancy Grace. I like going back and watching her now online, watching her yell at people. Like, where were you when your baby was <laughs> ill and crying? I could listen to Nancy Grace yell at people for hours. Oh gosh. Well, I hate to admit this, uh, Kit Kat. And I still do. I eat it the way I ate it as a kid as I eat off the chocolate off the edges first. And then I <laughs> save the wafer for last and I just eat the wafer. And it's so good. There's nothing better than digging a crushed up Kit Kat out of my purse at the end of a long flight. <laughs> Delicious. I order an obnoxious amount of Chinese food, no matter where I am and sit in my room, pig out on my desk and watch TV. So yeah, that's me. Karsten, this was great to have you here today. I love the fact that you gave us some lists and some ideas for our listeners, travel managers, to go back and speak with their BCD travel program manager to learn more. Uh, So we really appreciate you being here. Thanks a lot. Miriam Shah, it's a pleasure. Thank you. If you're a travel buyer or just someone who likes hearing about trends in business travel, be sure to like, subscribe, follow, and download the Connections with BCD Travel podcast to stay up to date with new releases and listen to your favorite episodes. Thank you for connecting with us. BCD Travel helps customers travel smart and achieve more. We make this happen in over 100 countries with a global client retention rate of 97%, the highest in the industry. Learn more about the information you heard today and what BCD Travel can do for you by visiting bcdtravel.com forward slash podcast.